Help support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps your bank information private when shopping online. Take control of your subscriptions and other recurring payments, plus pause and close privacy cards at any time. And get $5 right now to try the service at collision.live slash privacy. Hello, Internet. I'm Scott, and this is Plug Hits Live Presents. In June, we tend to feature startups from around the world, and this June is no different. And uh, today we have with us um, a, a really cool guest that I will let uh, introduce himself here. Hello. Hello. I'm Martin Stolf, co-founder and CEO of Adhash. Very cool. So tell me all about uh, the company. Um, well, um, we believe in uh, monetizing the open and free internet. We think it's a super important mission. We spent uh, quite a few years in the ad tech space, sort of trying to battle against all the inefficiencies that are plaguing our industry. And um, after a lot of experiences and a lot of building, uh, we realized that we need to take a more it's a revolutionary approach where we rewrite the infrastructure from the ground up and we create something that truly preserves user privacy while allowing publishers to monetize effectively. We don't want um, all the quality information online to be hidden behind paywalls. Uh, so we're trying to find a business model where actually publishers can continue creating. Well, that's, that's fantastic. On my side, obviously, I see lots of opportunities here. Um, as a publisher, we deal with advertisements all the time. And, you know, our goal is exactly that, not to have to hide a bunch of stuff behind a paywall. We want advertising to be um, efficient for us, but also, you know, effective for the user, private, not constantly stealing data. And, you know, we've got things like the Cambridge Analytica situation a couple of years ago with Facebook, all of the concerns over Google. Advertising privacy is a big deal. It is. Um, and even more interestingly, uh, what we pay as consumers in terms of privacy costs is also borne by the environment in terms of carbon footprint just a huge amount of computational um, expense that goes into tracking you everywhere you go. It's not just, uh, it doesn't just result in um, slowdown of your device and in a poor browser experience. It also means that huge data centers are replicating all over the same data sets and um, they have to be stored in a bunch of different locations. And we're talking about trillions upon trillions of data points stored every day. Uh, so creating a more streamlined advertising protocol doesn't just help us as users in terms of our privacy, it also helps us in terms of making the industry a lot cleaner and a lot more um, sustainable. That's, that's fantastic. Obviously, that's a huge topic right now uh, across all of technology. Cryptocurrency brought it into, into the spotlight, and now we're kind of analyzing all the industries to see you know, how we can do better. So I'm glad to see uh, that you're focusing on that as well. So let's take a look at, uh, let's talk about the product, uh, the service as it is. So as an advertiser, uh, where does this fit into your ecosystem? Most, you know, most people who are advertisers go into, you know, the Facebook dashboard or the Google dashboard and they set up their things um, or into one of many podcast dashboards or whatever. Um, to serve their ads, where does this fit into um, into a workflow? Yeah. 
In terms of workflow, I would say it's similar. Uh, so it's still a dashboard that you can log into. We try to um, make it super simple and intuitive to use. It will give you full control of redirecting your data. But I think the similarities sort of end there because it gives you a lot more power. Uh, what we refer to as a dashboard is actually a complex piece of software that you can install on-premise as an advertiser, which means that you are in full control of your own data. Not only can you validate every single impression, every single click that happens on your uh, advertising and you know where every step is flowing, but it also means that no one else has access to that data, not even us as a company. It's fully distributed. Um, and I think that's a problem that's often overlooked by the industry, the way that the big tech monopolies gobble up your data and then just sell it to your competitors, that's mm -hmm. like audience or whatever other term uh, they might choose to use. Um, we think it's super important for advertisers to keep all of that super strategic data to themselves and keep it up. So um, from a user perspective, wow. it's a very similar experience, but architecturally, uh, it's fundamentally different and focused around privacy. Okay, so let's say let's say I'm a gaming center, right? And I'm trying to set up advertising across whatever, right? To 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 reach my my target demographic. So I'm going to put this local into my infrastructure and control the data myself and you're not going to see it so you can't theoretically you get bought or sell whatever you you're the, the new overlords can't sell that data to competitors it's all private and in my in my collection precisely so we take wow. privacy very seriously it's not just about preserving the user privacy and not targeting them personally but also preserving the privacy of our clients wow that is a very different approach to the industry and i love it <laughs> Yeah, so, well, uh, it's a different um, thesis. Um, our thesis is that there is a lot more actionable and valuable information that might influence your purchasing decisions outside of the user's browser than inside it. Um, so, you know, things that happen in the real world around us um, change our purchasing decisions all the time. So why don't we focus on those signals and stop tracking people everywhere they go? Um, so it's a combination of you know, how we preserve privacy on a personal level and how we also keep the data sets of our clients secret from their computers. Wow, that's, that's pretty exciting. As Again, as an advertiser, <laughs> I fit into all three of the categories we're going to talk about. As an advertiser, that makes me happy because I don't want my competitors to get information about the things that I'm up to, including my ad campaigns, right? That's That doesn't help me. That makes things worse. So that's fantastic. So now let's talk about from a publishing side. That's the place where I live most of my time. So from a publisher's standpoint, um, how does this fit into, into our uh, experience? Well, it will be very easy to implement. Um, you will just um, integrate a JavaScript out in your app server or maybe directly on your web page or app, uh, which we actually recommend because it cuts out the number of um, you know, intermediaries that can see what's happening uh, with your users and on your web pages. So if you have a hash plugin directly, you don't need to share that information uh, with anyone else and you don't need to load heavy scripts. Uh, it typically results in ads that load about 20 to 25 times quicker, which is super important, not just for the users and their experience, but also for 
the advertiser to get a much better viewability rate. So we as a publisher monetize better at the end of the day. So um, that's basically all we have to do. Uh, you use some JavaScript to display ads uh, whenever a suitable ad is available to be shown to the person. Um, they can see it. They can see uh, why they've been targeted by an ad, and they'll know. They'll have more insights into why a specific advertiser is showing uh, whatever they're showing them. And um, they will also have the control of blocking anything they don't want to see. So we try to give users full control over their advertising experience. And the longer term vision would even be to allow them to essentially bid against seeing advertising. Because if you think about it, your entire online presence on a monthly basis is worth, depending on the geography you're in, somewhere between high single digit and low double digit dollars a month. Uh, which is, uh, we believe, a price that many people would be willing to pay to have a free internet. Um, mm -hmm. And by doing so, they would also be supporting publishers. They wouldn't be just cutting their revenues off the way they do with Apple. It's just a balanced right. way of um, allowing creators to create content while enjoying a, you know, a, a less polluted and cleaner internet. Well, that's, that's very cool. Again, a very different approach to the industry from from the players that seem to be out there now. So let, let's talk a little bit about the company. Um, normally, I would be sitting next to you at this conference and I could see the color of your badge and get an idea of where you are in your corporate journey, but I can't. So let's talk about where are you? Are you, are you exhibiting as an alpha or a beta or a... We're exhibiting as a beta. As a beta, okay. So you're a little further along than the, the early, early stage. So you've probably got something out in the wild at this point. Exactly, yes. Okay, uh, so how spent, far along? We spent several years in research and development before we could even deploy a product to the market. Because when your main competitors are Google and Facebook and Amazon, and not just mm -hmm. some side business of theirs, but their core businesses, advertising, uh, the idea of a minimum viable product really goes out of the window. You have to be actually able to deliver against them and you will be put in direct A-B tests against uh, those big players immediately by our clients. And if you don't outperform, you'll just immediately die. Uh, so we had to spend quite a bit of time of just developing and building up the protocol and the products. Then we launched in a limited market where we wanted to get some consumer feedback. But that feedback actually was overwhelming. Um, I think the publishing industry especially has been super hungry for solutions that actually solve those monetization problems. So we, we got bombarded by all sorts of requests for features, people telling us they've been waiting for years to have this much control over their um, advertising. So we spent over a year just onboarding that feedback and uh, perfecting the product. And right now we are at the stage where we are expanding internationally, um, getting clients from uh, most of Europe, but also uh, people in America, and uh, you know, trying to keep up and trying to hire talented people to help us grow. Well, that's that's fantastic. Hopefully, uh, hopefully your growth will be uh, successful for you. Uh, if people want more information about what it is you guys are up to, or maybe to become a, a client, how can they do that? They should visit um, at hash.com. We try to keep the website quite informative. We always share every new software release that we do and all the new features. Um, and I think compared to the industry average, we, we share a lot more information there. So uh, hopefully that would be, that could help people learn more. And of course, if you don't want to ask us any questions, they can contact us directly from the website. We'll be in touch for sure. 
Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day. I know that this conference can be uh, hectic. <laughs> um, I'm assuming you're not exhibiting today. You're probably exhibiting tomorrow. It's on Thursday. Okay. Gotcha. Well, uh, good luck with your your exhibiting. Uh, that this conference can be um, tiring <laughs> in your exhibiting day, but uh, I know you can make a lot of good relationships. So good luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. And have a good one. Thanks for being here. All right. So um, again, June is going to be the end of June here is going to be a uh, focus on startups. So definitely uh, stick around for more of our guests over the next week or so.